0: Vision has just the right mix of music, inspiration, and fun to kickstart your day. Rise and shine with Fel and DJ. Weekdays at breakfast.
1: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. There was a significant speech that was made by the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in Washington this week. And significant because Israel is on the receiving end of some levels of hatred that they have received throughout history. Let's talk through the issues and the importance of this speech from the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is joining us. Hello, Bill. Welcome along to 2020.
0: Good to be with you again.
1: Bill, you've been monitoring along this, not only the speech, but the way that Israel is being perceived in the world. Uh, how important is it that the Israeli Prime Minister made this speech this week?
0: Well, it's a huge, hugely important speech uh, for any number of reasons. As you rightly said, Israel has always been threatened with annihilation from day one. And, of course, now it's surrounded by a host of enemies pretty much all of which have declared that they want to drive it into the sea. Uh, They've stated their purposes quite clearly. So Israel really is the only beacon of light and hope in the entire Middle East, the only democracy, the only place where Christians can flourish and thrive. And uh, women have rights. There's uh, pluralism, democracy, freedom of speech, and so on. So simply what it's doing on a political level This is a unique uh, nation, and of course it's got enemies, and it's got Iran especially toying with uh, its nuclear program, and it's made their intentions quite clear to use these on Israel, to get rid of it once and for all. So for uh, Netanyahu to give this talk in the U.S. Congress, the joint sitting of it, and to plead for America to continue its uh, relationship with Israel. This is a very strategic talk indeed.
1: Bill, for so many years, the U.S. has been seen as not just an ally but a friend of Israel. Yes. But that seems to have dissipated a little under the leadership of Barack Obama. And you seem to be quite critical of the U.S. president.
0: Mm. Yeah, so that sadly has been the case. America has been the strongest ally of Israel for decades. But uh, under Obama, we see quite the reverse. He's uh, no friend of Israel whatsoever. In fact, that shows uh, on the talk on Tuesday. He wasn't there. Biden wasn't there. In fact, dozens of Democrats didn't even bother to show up to hear the speech. So that tells you a lot about their animus, their... uh, you know, complete cluelessness as to what's going on in the Middle East. Obama has been pro-Islam for the last six years, uh, and he's been hostile to Israel. So sadly, this long longstanding uh, relationship between the two nations has been weakened under Obama big time. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, he was invited by a Republican to come to speak at the Congress, and he did. And it was a a rousing speech, 40 minutes long, interrupted 40 times by applause, often standing ovations. So there are plenty of Americans, including American politicians, who still stand strong with Israel.
1: Now, there has been an ongoing hatred towards Israel, and I don't think that terminology is actually too strong because uh, there is something in the heart of Islam that wants to wipe out The Jewish people, and there is a caliphate that is forming under IS, the Islamic State, or the push towards that. But there's also a a caliphate on the side of the Shia Islamists, and that is the caliphate that's already established there in Iran. Mm. Uh, You're sort of arguing that there is now a competition between two. Islamic caliphates uh, to see who can be the strongest and most aggressive form of Islam, and the Jews, the Israeli nation, are in their sights.
0: Mm. Oh, exactly. Um, In fact, that was uh, Benjamin's uh, very point as well during his talk, that uh, we have very real risk. Uh, IS is obviously in the headlines, but Iran, again with its uh, potential nuclear weapons program is uh, in some ways even a greater threat. They both hate Israel. They both want to see Israel wiped off the face of the map. And, uh, you know, Israel has got to do all that it can to defend itself. It's already had the Holocaust still fresh in its memory of 70 years ago, and it certainly is not going to stand by anymore. And when those who've uh, uh, promise to uh, destroy it. They're not going to sit by idly, and they're certainly hoping they can count on again American support. And I sure hope they can. But as I say, under Obama, it's it's very shaky indeed. So it's a crucial time. We need to pray, especially for Israel, the apple of God's eye. Uh, just like Esther was raised up for such a time as this, I believe Netanyahu has been raised up providentially by God. To protect this only democracy in the Middle East and to keep freedom alive throughout the whole world as a mainstay against Islam and the radicals. So, um, crucial time and very uh, important that we support Israel during this period.
1: As you reflect on the speech, Bill, and as you say, a very important speech and one that has wide-ranging ramifications, if some of the issues there are ignored, what would you say is the main thing that Benjamin Netanyahu was calling on the U.S. to do in their support of Israel, and and how does that flow on to other allies like us here in Australia?
0: Mm, Yes, well, he was simply reminding the Americans of their long-standing support and thanking them for it and saying we've been such great allies for so long. So it really was a a bit of a veiled uh, attack on Obama, who, as I say, didn't even bother to show up. Uh, You know, he's pleading, America, stand strong, stay with us, stay with your only ally in the Middle East. And uh, certainly uh, it's true, as you say, of other Western nations. Canada has been a very... Strong supporter of Israel. Australia has been to some extent as well, and we need to continue to be so. We can't uh, abandon Israel now at such a crucial time. And uh, I think God does judge nations as well as individuals, and the way we treat Israel is part of the way God will determine how he looks at individual nations.
1: Bill, what's your reflection on the way that Australia responds to these growing issues uh, with regard to Israel? Is the Australian government, uh, do you believe, uh, standing strong as the ally that we have always been, or is there a wavering at the top end in in our leadership?
0: Yeah, it's been a bit of a mixed bag. I mean, fortunately, for the last decade or so, it's been fairly supportive, even Somebody like Julia Gillard, who is no friend of me or of Christianity by any means, for some reason she tended to stay pretty strong with Israel and Tony Abbott as well. He's aware of the importance of the nation of Israel. So uh, even though there's a lot of wavering on, you know, Islamic terrorism and refusing to use the I word and to get real about our enemies, you know, if you can't even identify your enemies, you're asking for trouble. And sadly, Tony's fallen into that camp as well. But overall, as a nation, uh, Canberra has been supportive of Israel, and we need to keep praying and uh, writing to our politicians, urging them to continue to be so.
1: Well Bill I'll point people to your article which is entitled Netanyahu at the US Congress and people can find that simply Google Culture Watch and you'll find Bill Muhlenberg's article Netanyahu at the US Congress. Bill Muhlenberg always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.
0: Thanks again for having me.